part two of I don't want to be I don't want to I don't want to be stuck anywhere. I don't want to be stuck anywhere. So good morning, beautiful people. I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl right here on the morning shift to where shift happens. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a blessing for us to be alive. And I'm so glad that you joined in with me on today. We're doing part two of I don't want to get stuck nowhere. I don't want to get stuck anywhere. And on yesterday, we began this week with talking about I don't want to be stuck in unforgiveness. So that's where we were on yesterday. And so we are going to continue on our journey on today with I don't want to be stuck. And we all have different places and times uh, and aspects of our lives that we've had some experience, good or bad, that uh, we, we can't afford to get stuck in. And so yesterday we talked about uh, I'm too good to be stuck in a place I don't deserve. Mm. Um, uh, I'm too good to be stuck in a place that I don't deserve. And that's where we were on yesterday, dealing with unforgiveness and how um, even though we deserve to be angry, we deserve to be mad, we deserve to feel like we feel about situations that have happened to us, we do not deserve to stay in unforgiveness not even not even going to the scripture as it relates to unforgiveness but just what it does to our our minds to our psyches to our spirits our souls how it has a, a ripple effect on uh every part of our lives and so today we're going to talk about don't get stuck uh, i i i i don't want to get stuck i i refuse To get stuck in the past. Mm. I refuse to get stuck in my past. Again, like I said earlier, we all have had things that have happened to us in our past. That it's easy to get stuck in. Whether it's with a relationship that we wished uh, was successful and it was not or a relationship or places and things that were not successful or, or that were sick that did happen to us. Um, and yet we, we, um, we've, we've, we've been so hurt by it that we get stuck there. Um, the quote for the day that I'm going to use is, is this one. It says being stuck in the past it's like walking forward with your back facing the front. Being stuck in the past. Hear me now. Being stuck in the past is like walking forward with your back facing the front. You're always, hear me what I'm talking. You'll always miss out on what's in front of you. Anytime you allow yourself to get stuck in the past, you'll miss out on what's in front of you. And I go back and I, you know, I'll pretty much all this week, I'm going to be using my personal life as, as, um, as our, as our basis, um, for the, for, for the message, uh, because I remember, um, I had a whole man. I, at, it seemed like at, 
and you and I know you you found this to be true in your life too. It seemed like it seemed like to me that everything bad happened to me. It seemed like all around the same time. Like it was now I'm not saying that I didn't have great moments cuz I did. I didn't I I had a great great life, but it seemed like the the bad things that happen happened like boom 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 and it it was like I couldn't I, I felt like I couldn't catch my breath I had not dealt with had not faced had not addressed had not confronted the one the first thing hadn't even started dealing with the first thing didn't even know how to deal with the first thing before the second, the third, and the fourth thing happened. And so it's it was so crazy because I remember um, being molested by my pastor. I remember how I was treated by people in the church when it finally became public knowledge. I remembered... Um, how my parents responded to me being molested by my pastor. I remember how not long after that, um, I got pregnant with my first son um, because of my choices and my decisions not to have protected sex since I was having sex. And I remembered that when I got pregnant, how the fans responded, how the school responded. Then, then you fast forward not too long right after that, have to make a decision because he gets called into the ministry, am I going to school, which I could have, or do I raise my child or let my parents or his parents raise my child? It was just so much that kept going boom, 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 right? So we got married. We were going to get married before I got pregnant, before I found out I was got pregnant. But anyway, we ended up getting married course in may of 1996 uh it'll be 26 years this year next month and okay yes i said i was i would marry and we got married we ended up staying small town where we where we lived at and here i am having all of the whew, i feel my emotions y'all because I, I i see now there were a lot of things that I didn't do properly and heal was one of the things that I did not do properly. Someone said, well, if you healed, isn't that proper? No, you can, you can, you can heal, but not heal properly, which is why we end up having uh, scars that are worse than what they could. If we, if we healed proper, I didn't heal properly before I before I I moved into marriage 
hear me. I, I had so many raging emotions going through my life, through my life, through my mind, in my body, everything that I didn't heal properly, but I was so ready. I'm teaching. I was so ready to be involved in, in, in what I could relate to as, as real love that I, it was like immediately I'm, I'm ready for this. When in all reality, I was nowhere near ready. Some be, be mindful, be careful. Maybe you've not had these experiences in your life. And I pray you haven't because they are definitely traumatizing. But before you go to a next phase of your life, before you go to a next chapter in your life, please make sure you start the healing process, that you start the recovery process. Because it, you, if you don't, you will get stuck in your past. And it will have you to miss moments in your life or have you to almost miss moments in your life. I'm so grateful for grace and mercy. So I was so ready to be a part of something. A, be a part of the next thing. That I didn't care um, about all of these other other areas of my life that I struggled in. And I, it was just like, I just need to, I just need to get somewhere where I can feel safe. Mm. I'm telling you when people, when we, when people, and this is, you know, I'd be all over the place sometimes, but when people have been so hurt and so wounded and gone through so many, um, traumatic experiences, bad relationships, pain, betrayal, uh, abandonment, rejection. They just want to feel safe. And sometimes um, that it can be dangerous in itself because people can give you the appearance of safety. People can give you a promise of safety. People can um, make you feel safe. And yet it be another womb for injury and, and pain and trauma. And that's when you're dealing with relationships. You can be so vulnerable that you get into these relationships and you get into these situations and people take advantage of, 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 of your vulnerabilities and even your being gullible. Sometimes you can look for love in all the wrong places. That's it. Just to feel safe. And so, with with my husband, I, I I felt safety. I felt that uh, his love would be enough. Hear me now. I felt that his love would be enough to keep me safe. And although I was safe, I was still broken. Although I was safe, I was still crushed. And although I was safe. I was still battling this psychological warfare with all of these situations and all of these occurrences and all of these like the 
um, in the church where all these trials and tribulations that I had gone through, they still had not been dealt with. They still had not been dealt with. And so even though I was with who I vowed to spend the rest of my life with, even though I was in this safe place, I still was in turmoil. Doc, where you at? I was still in turmoil. I was still um, housing every emotion from every experience. And in my mind, although I knew I was safe, hear me when I'm good. In my mind, my in my mind, it was when is he going to do it? When is he going to hurt me? When is he going to be like everybody else along this backward path in my life who I thought loved me, but found out they didn't love me when I believe they didn't love me enough? Whew. <laughs> oh, my God, Miss Molly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so I was in the relationship and we're talking about being stuck in the past. So I was in this relationship knowing it was the best thing that happened to me, yet in the back of my mind, as much as I loved him and as much as he said he loved me and much as I believed it and we're living together, he's provided a home for me. We have our first child who starts the marriage with us. I was wondering in the back of my mind, when is it going to happen? And I was still stuck on the molestation, still stuck on how my parents responded or did not respond, still on how the, the people who went to church responded to me, still on being pregnant at 16, still on, you know, I'm, I'm still on, um, not getting this scholarship to the University of Florida. I'm still stuck in all of these emotions. I'm, I'm, I'm still on the fact that I don't know how to be a wife. I know what I've seen and I know how my mama was a wife to my daddy and my aunts to my, you know, uncles and, you know, but I didn't know how I did not know. That was just what I saw. Doesn't mean it was right, but that's all that I knew. I didn't really know how to be, definitely didn't know how to be a mother. I knew how my mother was to me and I saw my aunts and everybody else's mother with them. So, but there was a lot I did not know, but yet I was safe. And so I got stuck in my past about all of these things that I didn't deal with. And so there were certain things that my husband did that I despised. There were certain things he would say that would, and I was already in a struggle because I had been hurt by a pastor. And now God has called the man that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with into that same area. So I created this stereotype that it was not going to happen. This is not what I wanted to do with my life. 
And now there I was. Let's don't fast forward to the fact that I am one now and whatever. Don't even fast forward with that. Just look and say, this is what, you know, because I didn't even talk about it. This is just definitely what I didn't want to do. I was like, mm-mm. No, 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 no. I can't. I don't do pastors. I don't do preachers. And and now here he is one. And so now all of these barrage of emotions. And so we would go to the movies. He rubbed the back, back of my hand. It was a trigger. Pay attention to these triggers we have and don't overlook them. Because these triggers will have you stuck in your past. Things that the person who hurt you did. Things, emotions. Uh, places, um, behaviors, uh, sayings. Um, for me, it was rubbing the back of my hand like this. I would withdraw. Like, mm-mm. Could be in a great move with, mood with withdrawal. I would see uh, child molestation or rapes or abandonment stories on Lifetime or on TV or in a movie and Boom, whatever mood I was in was destroyed because I was being controlled and I was still, even though I was living in the future, hear me, uh, not living in the future, even though I was living in my present, I was stuck in my past. And it affected every area of my life. Remember I said yesterday, it's a ripple effect. And it affects other areas that may not be directly close, but because they're in close proximity, may not be the same thing, but because they're in close proximity, right, um, that, that it can be affected. You can be going through situations on your job and it affects things at home with your children, with your other relationships. So it's this ripple effect. And um, so anyway, I was living in my present, but I was still stuck in my past. And being stuck in my past almost cost me this marriage, this place of safety that I had found, that I, that was the answers to my prayers. And I almost missed out on it. I almost lost it. Because even though I was, even though I had what I wanted, I was stuck somewhere where I hated. God help me today. Even though I had what I wanted. I was stuck in a place that I hated. And many of us, we have moved on to the next thing. We have moved on to our best thing. We have moved on to better. But we will never enjoy its fullness. Because although we have what we want, we are stuck where we hate it. We are stuck in that place, mind in our minds and our spirits, in that place of our past. And you can miss out. I almost missed out on the marriage. And if I would have missed out on the marriage, everything attached to the marriage that I've experienced, I would not have. Come here. So do not get stuck in the past where you're walking forward. But your back is facing the front. So it's important to heal properly. If you are a person who is listening to me today and you realize that you have not started to heal properly, you haven't even started. You haven't even touched the surface of getting to healing. You, you've, you've still digging in the wound. You're still covering up. 
please get with me. I have referral sources that will be able to help you to deal and address with each of your, because we, we can go through things and we just pack everything together and say, okay, I'm done with it. No, you need to talk about how you felt the moment you were raped in those very moments. Put feelings and emotions to those places and be able to talk about it. You have to. It will help you to be able to understand your, just your emotional response to things. I'm telling you, it is a painful thing to do to where you're this close to losing everything because you're holding on to things that don't mean, that shouldn't mean anything to you anymore to the sense that it continues to control your life. Get with me, beautiful people. I'm telling you, I got people who have, who, I mean, not only just have the certifications and the qualifications, they also have the experiences to help you to be able to heal properly so you can move forward. You, you got to know what triggers your emotions. I know what make me angry. I know the things that can be said to me or happen to me that make me angry. Right? And so I'm my own barometer in, in, for every emotion because I've learned how to deal with every emotion. Every emotion of every situation, I can tell you what it is I can remember. You remember the smell. You hear me? You can remember the smell of the room in which you were traumatized in. 20 years later, the perfume, the cologne, you know, what music was playing. And even if you don't remember the name, you can hear the chord progression and you can hear the music and it will, it will just do something to you. So it's important, beautiful people, not to get stuck in your past. Listen, you don't want to miss tomorrow morning as we go into part three.